Hey there, Sam. Howdy. Hey, Nathan. Well, it's, I almost forgot like what we what we do at the beginning of these. It's been what feels like so long. It's been too long. I'd like to start this one with with this. Ooh, one of it, my new favorite drinks. Uh, hashtag not sponsored. It's <laughs> that would be amazing. Starbucks cold brew coffee. It's in, sweetened black coffee. And it's uh, only lightly sweetened, 11 grams of sugar. And it's really, really, really good. You know, I don't like coffee. And I was hanging out with Josh Brown in Denver. And Colorado, he got yeah. some. And I drank a little bit of it and thought it wasn't too bad. Tell, telling you, it's something that changes as you get older. I, I used to hate it. And then um, I had my very first cup of coffee when I was traveling in Costa Rica, which is a good place to try it. I was going to say. And, uh, and, and my, my friend Tucker was like, hey, I'm going to get you a cup of coffee. This is excellent coffee. And I was like, all right. And I tried it and I loved it. And the secret was being really, really heavy on the milk and, uh, and a little bit liberal with the sugar. And so I used to have coffee with tons of milk and sugar. Now I actually uh, prefer it as, as sugarless as possible. Yeah. Or um, a decent amount of milk. Uh, so this is this is reasonable for a Starbucks drink. Starbucks is the McDonald's of coffee. Yes, in it that is. 99% of their drinks have an obscene amount of sugar. It's insane. Mm-hmm. But um, but this this is simple. They're glass, simple one-off bottles, easy to grab on when you're on the go, and just get the black sweetened kind. And it's only 50 calories and 11 grams of sugar. So that's pretty reasonable. I, I feel. Abby told me that. Starbucks coffee is roasted at much higher temperatures than other coffee so that somehow it saves them a lot of money and apparently tastes terrible in that's comparison really to basically yeah. any other coffee. No, that's why their coffee drinks have so much milk and sugar. Uh, because yeah. Yeah, they have to mask the, the actual taste of the coffee. <laughs> uh, although I will agree with you that the cold brew did did taste pretty good. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it's it, it's really interesting sort of uh, hobby to to be making your own coffee and and it, it's fun. I like the process of just like you know grinding it and and playing around, experimenting with all the different. Uh, I think I, did we talk about the the new coffee machine that I got like last month? It was a Kickstarter that finally came through. I think so. It's and wh- you were having some yeah. issues with it, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's working great now. It's Wi Fi connected and. <laughs> It's it's really neat because the app that it comes with. Of course, with, it is. You can you can download recipes, so you can say, Ooh. "Hey, uh, you can label the beans that you've got in there, and then pull up recipes for um, uh, pour over, for cold brew, for a, a French press style taste, and then you can customize the recipe to have more or less bitterness, more or less strength, and more or less caffeine, and like dial it in over time because it remembers." your settings and you could say i want it to be more bitter and it'll just do something to make it more bitter or less bitter it's kind of neat hmm. it's called the or- orinda orinda we're forgetting yeah cool it's been so long since we've recorded I'm, I'm having trouble remembering what new stuff i may have acquired <laughs> since our last conversation but um uh, yeah yeah i don't know You've been traveling a lot. It sounds yeah, like you've been knocking down quite an extensive do not dis- or not dis- quite a, quite an extensive list of things uh, to get done today. So I'm glad we found some time to talk. But. Yes, yes, I'm very busy. I'm doing all the things. All the things are happening, and yeah. 
I'm, I'm looking forward to them. your your big move up here to Baltimore. Yep, uh, it should be fun. I'm excited to get up there and hang out with you a little more, hang out uh, in Baltimore a little bit, get to know the area. So it should yeah. be fun. Until Excellent. then, I've got lots of house stuff to do. I'm going to be jackhammering my own sidewalk in a couple of days, which should be interesting. Are you serious? What? Oh, yeah. Why? Why would um, you do that? That sounds a little risky. Uh, apparently, it's not too bad. I was going to sledgehammer it, and then my friend said he's got a small jackhammer, so I thought, what the hell? Never tried a jackhammer before. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so that, that should be fun. seems like it could be fun, yeah. Yeah, and I don't have a wedding this Saturday, so why not? Can I just say, I, I, just as a habit, I'm trying to get better about when we're talking on these podcasts, just scrolling through some of the photography news sites. Oh, boy. And I've scrolled through, I don't know, 50 articles. Get on your popcorn out, everybody. 50, 50 articles, and, and, and all of them have been posted just in the last two days. And I'm just thinking like... On a single blog? Yes, yes. Um, this is just f stoppers, and and I just want to okay. know, like, why do they need to push out this much content this fast? Does anybody really care about? There's got to be at least thirty, if not, like I said, fifty articles. I don't know. I just in the last two days. I've been. I've found some of their stuff to be informative. Oh, I'm not saying that's not, not uh, the case. It's but just, it does seem like that's a little excessive. I mean, my I think the weekly email you only get what six. Maybe seven I think articles they can and get away with just like, like two or three, like one, like one for each meal, you know, of yeah. much higher quality. And and the thing is, like almost all these have like one comment, two comment, zero comments. Sometimes Ooh. you get like the eighty comments uh, uh, related to the uh, mirrorless rumors we'll talk about soon with Canon and Nikon mirrorless mm, stuff, but. Mirrorless. Uh yeah, this is just this is just silly. Like, what the heck, guys? I, and I'm I'm curious if anybody listening here writes for F Stoppers. I'm curious how the payment structure works. If they pay people anything at all, and if not, they probably just let people post how often as they want. And yeah, and people are just eager. You think to so? Get their, to get their name out there. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. But I would assume there's some kind of editing process, though. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a yeah. There's probably somebody else who has to hit the publish button but uh there's two things i want to talk about at some point during this podcast one the mirrorless uh, nikon and canon cameras upcoming, okay rumored. okay and and one and, and another one the nvidia um ai that significantly reduces noise the, okay. it's so good that it can literally uh, reduce all noise and erase watermarks from photos entirely all right <laughs> Uh, we should talk about those. But uh, before we get to that, let, let's hear about your, your laptop woes. Well, number one, I've got, so I've got the 13, 13-inch MacBook Pro. and With, with touch bar? Uh, no touch bar. No, just the regular. But I, it's the new one. It's the 2017 version, I guess. Um, and I am consistently unimpressed by the amount of power that it's able to put out. And I just have to again, reiterate. So I'm just saying, basically, I don't think that Apple did a very good job with this line of, of MacBooks. I like the size. I like the weight. That's about it. I I mean the, what I, what I really don't like about it is what I've not liked about it from the beginning, which is 
Why on earth are there only two USB ports, one of which must be used for power? I don't understand it. It makes no sense at all. There should be at least three minimum. But yeah. for a MacBook Pro, you should. I don't care what size it is. I don't care if it's nine inches. It should have four USB-C ports, period. And that's it. That's the end of the story. It should have four. And it has two. The 12-inch right. MacBook only has one. And yeah. that was a deal breaker for me. I originally wanted to get that. I originally did get that. And after working with it for, I think, four hours, I was like, mm, this is not going to work. There's no way for me to use this as uh, as my main my main so, situation. Yeah, so I got exactly. rid of it. And, and so, I've written about, about my use. I, just to jump in real quickly, sure. I do love and use the 12-inch MacBook Adorable um, yeah. as my, as my awesome. main editing computer. And I love it and I'm obsessed with it. But it cannot be your sole computer. No, it cannot. You have to... It's perfectly paired with the super powerful, in this case, uh, on my desk, my iMac, which is what I use for mm-hmm. all my importing, rendering, and exporting. But um, if you're looking for just one computer, I don't think Apple has a really good answer for people right now. No, I don't. What, what I that don't think one so computer either. Computer should be unless yeah. may, maybe the maybe the 15 inch MacBook Pro, um, but that is huge. But it's huge. Yeah. That's so <laughs> that so what I what I realized is when I got the the 13 inch is that I compared it with the 12 inch and it was like almost the same size basically, um, but it has more power and it has one extra USB C slot but honestly i still plug in my 2011 macbook pro 15 inch macbook pro and it can outperform my 2017 macbook pro uh in some ways and i'm it's it's honestly it's just surprising to me that Uh, well i mean we don't have to talk about apple and and you know tech stuff much in this episode except that i think there are really good indications that apple is going to do an update in terms of uh sorry i'm not clearly stating what i'm thinking of i'm trying to fill something out which is never a good idea Uh, but apple seems to be positioning things in a way that they are going to and they've officially announced this support ipad apps in mac os okay and i think think with that is going to come some hardware by 2020 where it's sort of a microsoft tablet convertible approach i really think that that's i mean that's likely i to happen. would love that i would love it bring it on let's I'll, I'll take it but they have to find some way of of packing more power and more versatility into it because yep. the 2013 or sorry the 13 inch 2017 honestly not that great it's i love again i love the size and weight and i can throw it anywhere and i can take it anywhere it's got good battery life but i'm just unimpressed also and we can we can go right into this if you want but lightroom has been experiencing some extremely annoying bugs lately and yes uh one of which the worst of which i think is this hanging bug where i where it'll just out of nowhere if I'm doing something I don't know press command Z and the thing will just hang for a few seconds and the mouse will become almost totally unresponsive for about five to anywhere between five and fifteen seconds and it completely interrupts my workflow and it yep, happens Lightroom, probably like, what yeah. every maybe 
40 or 50 images. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's incredibly annoying. Definitely, like, two updates ago, that was buggy as all yeah, get out. Yeah, so make sure you're definitely that. up to date. Yep. They, they rolled one out, like, a month ago or something, a couple weeks ago, that fixed a lot of the issues. But I still have really weird weird issues. One of the ones that really, I that was a, a big, big problem. Let me know if you're still experiencing this. I'm curious. They, solved, they seemed to solve it for me, but I would import you know, a full wedding, shoot, whatever, mm-hmm. and then I would start rendering smart previews of everything. And rendering yep. smart previews for me is, a, is a, not only like a good last-ditch backup in case something happened to my raw files, Obvi- but of course. it's also an indicator that all the raw files were, are non-corrupt. Right, because it's not right. going to render a smart preview uh, unless the On file is, file. is not yeah. corrupt. Yeah, but there was some glitch that, like, random handfuls of images, even if the raw files were there and totally fine, would not render a smart previews. There'd be like maybe a dozen for every thousand photos that just randomly would, it wouldn't render, and I and I could do nothing to get them to render. Now uh, it seems like that glitch is gone, but I'm curious hmm. if you ever saw that at any point and. Yeah, uh, it was very bizarre and super frustrating to think that I, I wasn't getting smart previews rendered of everything. Oh, yeah. Deliver it to my clients. Yeah. Not to mention that editing from smart previews is a hell of a lot easier than editing from original files if you're plugged it's in. It's critical. And, and they're so silly to not make it a very obvious default and teach people. Uh, I still come across photographers that don't understand the value of smart previews. They see it as a word and think that, like... It, they just don't know really? what's going on there. Yes, oh, dude, absolutely. A- anyone listening to this, render smart previews on everything all the time. Yeah. Once you're done, once Always. you've delivered the final images and they are up and online in their online album, then delete your smart previews. Yeah. And uh, But so going back to your original question, I cannot confirm either way. I can't, I can't tell you that I definitely saw that. However, I did notice that there were some images that, didn't have smart previews that I was expecting to have that, uh, that I thought I had rendered smart previews on, which I'm not sure if I did or yeah. not. Okay. Um, but, um, either way I don't, I haven't noticed that lately. Anyway, hopefully should, that's solved. Yeah. That we're in this weird Lightroom Apple tech, like, yeah. Wh- bad talk of, and, and my iPhone X constantly just decides to reboot and be stuck in a reboot cycle. So in the midst of complaining about technical issues and frustrations, you literally <laughs> had to reboot your audio recording of this. So all I was saying was that my, my iPhone X, the $1,000 premium, best of the best iPhone, randomly decides to reboot at least once a day. A, and a day? Manage- a day and managing uh in fact this was on the stable last public release that i was having this issue like daily and and it wouldn't just like reboot and then all be good it would be stuck in a reboot cycle and i have to i'd have to just randomly keep forcing it to reboot until suddenly it decided to to be fine so how ridiculous is that that's bizarre Uh, additionally and i was just complaining about this on instagram stories the wi-fi management is glitchy as crap if you go to settings and go to wi-fi half the time it just says that Wi-Fi is off, even if it's actually on and what? actively connected to a Wi-Fi network. Yeah, it's a joke. It's hilariously glitchy. Uh, the control center management of, of Wi-Fi is, is a nightmare. That sucks. Like, so I updated to the public beta, and now it still crashes, but not as often. And it's just it's just hilarious that like you know, things shouldn't be like this way. Apple, this didn't used to be. 
how it was. That was the reason you went with Apple because it was more basic and user friendly. But yes. it also was just bulletproof, reliable, always. Absolutely. That's that's why. So I don't know. And you know what? I think the reason my mic cut out is because I've got it plugged in via a dongle, and um, it it just will randomly crap out. This is going back to my other argument, which is that everything should just there should be more USB C um, because dongles are t- are notoriously terrible even yes. even this apple official apple dongle does not s- some things just don't like it yeah and uh, yeah, it's, it's, i don't know it's uh, just, frustrating so okay well, let's 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 move on let's get it let's get over to this nikon mirrorless camera rumor that has been going around in canon uh that's been going around there's a lot of signs that a new Nikon mirrorless camera, actually two different Nikon mirrorless cameras, are going to be hitting the ground soon. Yeah, and I would assume almost anybody listening to this is probably aware on Spoiler some Spoiler alert. The biggest thing that I'm excited about is that it's confirmed to have a rear LCD screen that's tiltable, yep. just like the D850. Yep. Uh, along with 400 focus points, which would almost certainly indicate that it is a edge-to-edge, just like Sony, uh, focusing system which would be awesome my biggest question mark is the mount it sounds like it's going to be full frame but like i really want to know how it is going to be if they plan to support the the legacy mount that they have now at all yeah so apparently the one of the versions is going to ship with a 24 to 70 f4 which sounds interesting kind of weird i would assume that indicates it'll be sounds like a, a smaller more lightweight lens like they probably yeah. want to shape it with a 24 to because that would be enormous <laughs> right but uh i'm i'm yeah i'm interested I'm just as excited as i possibly can be i'm so excited there are, however i've heard no rumors of a 24 millimeter lens though i've we i see one for 50 i see one for 35 and i see one for the 24 to 70 but i don't see one for a 24 with the the new native mount that they're Correct. making, yeah, it's yeah. I don't so, know. We'll see. I'm sure it'll be a slow drip, like probably a, across the next decade of, of lenses, um, specifically for this. I, I, I bet that's the case, but I would hope I would hope so that they that they're knocking out the 24 soon. Although I've I've seen that the so apparently the mount can theoretically support an f.95 lens. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that because now they don't have the actual mirror in the way and they can get, get things closer, I think it will be easier for them to actually make a point nine five. I would love a, I would love a 50.95. Come on, Nikon. Yep, um, I'm pretty With flipping AF. excited. The thing yes. is, Canon is also just as rumored to be releasing something. Uh and and gosh, if I wouldn't consider jumping to Canon sure. just to have something new because I've just been shooting Nikon forever. I know, but yeah, uh, it would be it would be interesting. I have full trust that the experience of using either a Canon or Nikon ergonomically and, and menus and software wise will be better than Sony. Yeah, I, Sony I just, is I, it is rough that. to use that. It's just so clinical and. Daryl, there's no double exposures, which is really frustrating. And it seems like that would be, I mean, we've talked about that at length. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have to get into that again. Ugh. I mean, Canon, Canon's rumor is said to be the EOS 5D Mark IV in a mirrorless body. That, to so, me, sounds crazy and cool. 
that would be, I mean, they can't take my money fast. Not in a lie. That sounds really neat. However, I would also, I'm also really interested. The rumors are that the Nikon feels real nice in your hands. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, that's, uh, that's so subjective. I, I, yeah. I love reading stuff like that, but I try not to get too excited until I actually hold it. Yeah. So XQD and CF Express. Uh, I don't know what CF Express is. What is that memory card? Uh, I think it's supposed to be like the new um, new compact can, flash. It can hold a couple terabytes of data or whatever. Mm. So um, yeah. Anyway, well, I, I'm just beyond excited. Now I just sent you a video. I want you. To, we should watch this together. Okay. You know when you have it uh, loaded up. It's only a minute long. All right. The link says research at Nvidia AI can now fix your grainy photos by only looking at grainy photos. All right. Let's, let's hit play at the same time. Ready? Uh, wait. Oh God. Everything's breaking. Here we go. Okay. Let's see. Just tell me when you click. Okay. Ready? Uh, and hold on. Hold on. It's a minute uh, and 24 seconds. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, click it. Learning image restoration without clean data. Enhance grainy photos with AI. And graphics rendering a target image can take hours. A noisy target takes milliseconds. Ooh. What? It can remove text? Okay. Okay. Thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, it looks really, really cool if it... Uh, I will say this looks amazing. So I'm going to cut this so that people don't hear a bunch of silence, uh, <laughs> not seeing the video along with this. But essentially, they showed tons of examples of like standard noisy photos being wiped clean with uh, noise processing. And actually, those I thought looked pretty much like you could expect to get nowadays with noise removing. Like it yeah. looks a little bit smoothed and it's missing detail in a way that does look kind of false, falsified. Sure. But then the second half, they had the images covered entirely with text. Entirely almost. with text. Color, different colored text. noise, yeah. Like, yeah, corrupted text, not just noise grain, and was able to wipe that stuff clean um, flawlessly. And that's the more impressive. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what, I mean, I've never, I guess I've never really seen an image corrupted by text, but if I did... Yeah. I mean, I'd go you're, to NVIDIA first. You're a lucky man. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's all very <laughs> exciting, but it's just one step closer to what I believe is the, the future of photography being, uh, being able to change the yes, light changing after, where you literally get anything. a photo, it creates a CG render of everything that photo is in a 3D space, and you are able to change any aspect of it. That would be Later incredible. On, you could say, like, boom, add a light there. And what you're looking at is a CG end result as well, but it'll be so hyper-realistic it won't matter it'll just be like a photo but that you can change yeah uh yeah that we're just barreling toward that reality and how that changes photography i don't i don't know i'm I'm curious uh i have to ask now um we've covered every topic i i kind of wanted to yeah should we should we do a quick solo like review oh opinion oh solo review we're gonna get through this somehow what in the hell I have no idea. My Skype just crashed. You were like, we're going to talk about Sola. 
<laughs> so yes, solo rant. Uh, hey, I liked solo. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's. So so spoiler alerts, just in case. Spoiler um, alert. If you haven't seen it, I so I wasn't if you excited seen at it, all. Go see it. See, I mean, I, I saw it in theaters, but I was in no rush. It was something that, like, I was super bored one day and was like, hey, okay, I'm just going to go look uh, and see what's playing. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go see Solo in theaters because whatever. And uh, I loved it. I really did. Yeah, it was My good. favorite favorite character was, um, of course, Lando. Uh, I thought he did the best job with Dan- Donald Glover. Man, yeah. I love me some Childish Gambino. And... <laughs> He yeah he did great. I would love to see. So okay, so without talking about the movie <laughs> at all and skipping right to what happened after the movie came out, which was that basically not many people saw it and Disney freaked out a little and has pulled the release. They've they've messed with their release schedule because of it. I think yeah. so. The Obi Wan movie that was apparently in the works and the i guess it was boba fett movie that apparently is in the works they're still in development but they are going to take more time to do them they're not going to sit on they're not going to commit to this two-year schedule i have a feeling that's because they've had major issues with both rogue one which was terrible and solo which was fine uh their directors i'm a little bit weirded out by that because the reviews of Solo are, are fine. They're great. They're saying like, yeah, yeah, the movie's okay. It was a good adventure. It was, you know, the, everybody was great. And most importantly, in my opinion, the characters were awesome. All yep. the characters were awesome. I liked all of them. And um, whereas I didn't like a single character in Rogue One, <laughs> except for the, uh, the two sort of Jedi-ish guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rogue One not not a favorite. Yeah, the story in Rogue One was like not terrible, but the characters were horrible, completely unlikable. In this case it's sort of the reverse. The story's kind of cookie cutter, but it's fine. And um and uh and it's safe, but the characters really sell the movie, I think to me. I went I came out of that movie being like, "Okay, well, if this is what's going to happen from now on where Disney is going to marvelify this universe with a million movies about a million different characters then sure i'll take another solo movie yeah i'll take a lando spinoff while you're at it maybe see some chewbacca in there i was kind of like all right well i guess we're just this is the world we're living in but now disney is a little being a little bit there or maybe it's lucasfilm but they're just kind of pulling back a little bit on their production I think that's schedule. a smart move i think everybody needs to stop with the wanting to emulate Marvel yeah. and Marvel's success. Uh, and, and yeah, make sure that they're focusing on the characters in the story. Yeah, um, because the Marvel universe is a lot more fun and a lot more open and a lot more... You can do all kinds of different things. Star Wars really has a narrow line that it's got to walk. It's got to be fun. Yeah. It can't be... It's got to be serious, but it can't be too serious, or you've got yeah. Rogue One... And it can't be um, too weird, or else everybody's going to freak out you like they did with. Binks. Yeah, you can't be too silly. Exactly, you get the charge our pink. So you, you've got this line that you got to walk, and it's a little. I think they're getting well, a little scared that they're yeah, not able to hit it. Exactly, I right. agreed. And I'm curious what you thought of at the end with the uh, the prequel 
character making an appearance. Oh, yeah, we can we can talk about it. If you've seen it already, you'll know that Darth Maul makes a, a, an appearance. I was listening to someone else. They pointed this out. We, we almost made it through an entire Star Wars movie without any lightsabers appearing. And then yeah. Darth Maul has to, uh, for no reason, no apparent reason, show up and, and show his like lightsaber, I guess, as a, as a display of power. He's the evil guy <laughs> behind everything. And uh, I now I don't really have too much of a problem with him, given that Darth Maul is probably the only cool character from the Phantom Menace. Yeah, um, including Obi Wan, including everyone in that movie. <laughs> if you can even call well, it a movie, I did just read uh, that uh, what's his name is confirmed to make some kind of appearance as Obi Wan. Uh, oh, one of the- Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Yes. That uh, I'd be fine with that. He he tried his hardest. You know, he yeah. was young, he impulsive. Was young. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so apparently in Star Wars Rebels, I think it is, Vinny was talking to me about this, that he's one of the main characters, or one of the uh, major characters in that, and they, yeah, apparently when he was cut in half, he didn't die. He somehow used, I guess, maybe the dark side or something to keep himself alive long enough to get uh, basically a robotic lower half. I think he's like on spider legs or something now. So that was, I I don't know. I thought it was fine. I didn't care. What did you think about it? Um, I thought it was good. I I think I'm not of the belief that people need to completely eject the prequels from their world picture of star Wars. I am fine with stuff being referred to, uh, because, because they exist, they were done, they were made. We have to own it in some way. But yeah, yeah, I was glad it happened. I was was totally fine with it. I thought it was kind of interesting. I'm curious to see where they're going to go with it because I mean, clearly hints that he's going to be in a another movie some way somehow. I I was so pleasantly surprised with with Solo. If they continue to make other movies at the exact same approach, where I and I come out feeling the same as I did, I'll be totally happy. I'm just a little anxious for the last one of like the main thread to come out with jj abrams like yeah i'm excited to, to see how he does but i'm um, i'm excited too i think that after rian johnson's sort of like little bit of a left turn with take you know, his take on on star wars i think as we all know i loved the last jedi and but i did but i do understand that it was definitely a little bit different and very controversial I think that once J.J. Abrams has his, has has knocked out the third movie, I think The Last Jedi will be made a lot better for it and a lot yeah. more interesting. Because that's how I feel going back to The Force Awakens after watching The Last Jedi. Force Awakens is is much is significantly, I think, improved by The Last Jedi because you you don't have all these dumb questions rolling around your your head like where who's ray and yeah you know and who and what's what's gonna happen where's luke and you know you're just like okay this is what happened ray's not anybody she's just a random person that's good with the force like Mm -hmm. deal with it and i think i think it'll be really cool oh uh hang tight that's my new iphone i think okay i'm back you got a new iphone yeah, this one is so. Yeah, I got a new iPhone. This one's cracked, and um, no one can hear me when it's on speakerphone. So, oh yeah, I discovered that earlier today. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so this you, is actually 
I just got the same one, 6S, because I don't care about the 7 or 8 at all. Or X. Yeah. That's fine. And they didn't really... That's the other thing. See, that is the other thing, is that the iPhone has not introduced anything, in my opinion, that would make me need to upgrade past the 6S right now, other than the iPhone X, but it's prohibitively expensive. So yeah, I so I don't see any need to upgrade past it. That's Whereas cool. before, they would introduce some feature that geniusly made you have to upgrade whether it was a fingerprint sensor or you know or some yeah, cool I mean, headphone I guess, yeah, jack I guess or face whatever. id isn't really nah. that useful but i will say i think face id is going to be a bigger deal when it's uh on your computer yeah and that'll be I think face id is going to be amazing i would just love always know. for that yeah yeah Oh, yeah, that would be amazing because you'd yeah. just be like, okay, this person's allowed to use my computer. This person's allowed to use my computer yeah. and, and nobody just, else. It'll always know. Like it'll, it'll be always there. know. And you won't have to do anything active because it'll, assuming you use a computer like a normal human, mm-hmm. you'll always be aligned and looking at it in a way that it'll scan you. Yep. That's my biggest frustration with FaceTime now or, or Face uh, ID now. On my phone, you have to hold it at just the right angle and uh, mm-hmm. I, it's just kind of annoying. I think the, an embedded fingerprint sensor in the screen will will be amazing when they finally roll that out. But, yeah. Now uh, yeah, I agree. I, the rumor is they're going to release three new phones this fall, all in the same design style, like edge to edge, great big screen as the X, but in three different sizes. That, that I'd, I'd really like to see. But just to wrap up with Solo, I think uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for J.J. Abrams' last movie. I'm sure it will be great, given that. Force Awakens was already great and with just a few things I didn't like about it, but otherwise it was great. And I think with the, with the kind of interesting curveballs that the last Jedi introduced combined with a lot of time spent thinking about and improving on what they want to do with the last movie. I bet it's going to be awesome. Agreed. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So well, uh, other than other than Solo, I was going to ask if there are any other movies that you've seen. But I have to say, we should we should just comment quickly on what has become my most recent obsession. Uh, oh, Queer, Queer Eye! Oh my God, I love it! I just <laughs> finished watching the second season uh, all the way through with Abby. It was so good. Yeah, it's amazing. I went out and bought a denim jacket just because of that show. Like, nice. Yeah. Oh, dude, I threw out half the stuff in my closet because of that I show. Know. Yep, I went. I literally we yeah. I I finished I think se- season one episode like four or five, and Ross was calling me. Vinny was calling me. Saying everybody's calling me, being like, "Man, we got to up our game." So I just threw out <laughs> everything, and yeah. I bought a couple of new shirts and some new pants from Zara. Which, by the way, I love Zara. Zara, I've never been. Yeah, to it. it's Is great. It- it's uh it i don't know if it's dc or or not but yeah it's online uh but yeah i i love pretty much all their styles they got a really good look for what i like to go for and yeah just 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 trying to trying to improve myself i think that that show is incredibly amazing it is pulling together people that have to this point have not known what the other person's world was like right Oh my gosh, a transgender episode? Yeah. Was so eye-opening. I, I kind of never, you know, 
gave it too much of a thought. I'm glad that I sort of have seen that perspective. Yeah. No, oh, these Zara blazers are really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, they, they're doing a fantastic job. I'm, I'm just hoping they don't uh, over overdo it now that they're like essentially a sensation. <laughs> I was, I was going to say like, bring on more episodes. I would, I would watch this all the I, time. No, exactly. I'm totally fine with more episodes. I'm just hoping that they don't um, get too formulaic or they don't go too outlandish. Like they've just hit a perfect balance and I, I hope they have whatever it takes uh to to keep it going and it seems like what's really cool is it seems like they legitimately really like each other yeah like the, they the hang out life. all the time they're yeah. just doing instagram stories together yeah i, I think that's, that's i want to hang out with the fab five yeah who, who wouldn't who wouldn't who's your favorite um probably i i think uh tan tan the uh englishman uh, pakistani yeah. english guy yeah I think he's really cool. Nice. I like his hair. Yeah, his hair is awesome. I think my favorite's Anthony. Uh, Anthony's cool. Yeah, I like I like him because he's got he's got the food down, which is yeah. my favorite thing. He has a nice demeanor. It's like very kind of calming. And man, we are getting real weird. But uh, <laughs> hey, uh, we don't not, we don't need to. Nothing wrong about and, talking about a bunch of hot guys. No, on a, uh, yeah, on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, somebody messaged me and said that they've shot a few weddings with Tan. I don't know what Tan was doing. Maybe he knows how to do makeup or something. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's awesome. I, I assume you don't bring a stylist for your wedding day. I've never seen that. So I just, maybe he does makeup or hair or something else. Or You've never seen a makeup. stylist for on a wedding day? Sure you no, have. I've never seen a stylist on a wedding day. No, what are you talking about? What about like Winston and Nadine? Oh, hairstyles. Yeah, hairstyles. No, but, but I mean, just general stylist. No, I haven't. Somebody mm. dressing you on your wedding. Like, you've already got that el- ducks in I a guess, row. Like yeah, that. I guess so. I guess that's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I think, like, uh, Nadine or Winston, to to hair and makeup people we worked with, Tan maybe does something like that for weddings, or did, sure. uh, on the side. Yeah. Maybe he's, it wouldn't shock me at all if he's, like, really good at hair, but also wants to be more of, like, a professional stylist. So that's what he does on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, someone said they worked a wedding or a few weddings with Tan, and I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's totally yeah. cool. Yeah. I I like that they sort of seem like they're basically either advanced or expert in their fields. Like I, I love that. Um, I don't know when I first saw the show, and I was I was you know focusing on Jonathan because he's so ridiculous, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I saw him sort of start to. I'm like, who is this crazy person? And then he actually starts cutting the person's hair and doing their hair and doing it all. And, and actually make, I was like, Oh, he's a really good hairstylist. Same with Bobby. I'm like, Whoa, he really knows how to put a room together and construct. Uh, He's excellent. Yes. So yeah, I, I I thought it was really cool. Really cool show. Everyone should watch it. Did you see, uh, Jonathan's, his name, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, beard stash yeah <laughs> on instagram it's a little weird <laughs> so ridiculous it's so crazy he is definitely like the most effervescent hair i've ever seen i like want that hair yeah i know it's intense 1.8 million followers wow. oh wow oh my God. that's what's crazy about celebrities now i feel like when when you get that famous you can almost just monetize your following yeah. And not have to do anything else no. beyond just like being on social media, which is kind of weird and crazy. 
It's basically the Kim Kardashian effect. Yeah. What did she do? I don't know. But she's famous. Uh, anyway, excellent show. If you're listening out there and you've never seen it, highly, highly recommend it. No, you have to watch. It's required viewing, I think, for humans. Yeah, I totally agree. It's exclusive to Netflix, right? It's a Netflix yeah. original. Yeah. <laughs> They're just raking it in right now. Yep, killing it. Impressive. All right, well, I'm going to finish. I think I'm going to... I think we can go nail some wood into my wall. Uh, okay, cool. Downstairs. Have, have fun fixing your and house then up. paint. Yeah, it's going to be intense. I'm uh, very excited for you to do that. I'm going to go do emails and Great. work on a uh, secret project. I'll tell you more about later. Excellent. See you later. <laughs>